And we're live. And we're live, 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 live. But we're not live. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Literally the opposite of live. <laughs> we're recording, though. Yep. <laughs> oh, welcome to the new witches, everyone. Sup. Sup, sup. What's up um, with the sup? I, what's up? And I am Maria. I'm Laura. And welcome. This is our very special monthly listener stories episode. Um, we actually don't only cover stories in this episode. We also cover listener questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, this episode is dedicated purely for our listeners. We'll hear their stories, whether that's witchy, paranormal. We'll get to answer any questions that you have. Um, and we have qu- quite a good variety. We also have, I think, at least one Google voicemail. Yes, we do. To listen to as well. So yeah, yay! But yeah, how have you been? Um, I've been good. I, oops, I don't know what I've been doing. What have I been doing? Stuff around the house. What have you been doing? Okay, I've been doing stuff. Um, because I finally cool. started to feel better after my COVID after vaccine. vaccine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Friday, it took yeah. me a full week. To mm-hmm. kind of come back to normal. So ever since then, I've been feeling very like, all right, what can I do? Yeah. Let me make up for lost time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was under the weather recently, too, this last weekend. I just, it was the weirdest thing. Um, ironically, Gavin was the one that had gotten his second dose of the vaccine. And yet that night, I was the one that got like <laughs> body aches. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, maybe like my super witchy, empathetic, like empath skills. Like I'm feeling him. I'm like, are you also experiencing body aches? And he's like, no, I'm I'm fine. He's I'm just like, damn it. So I am getting sick. Where <laughs> <laughs> you just absorbed them all. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't know. I, I must have picked something up because now like he, he started feeling the same symptoms like a day and a half delayed than I did. Mm-hmm. Um. Which makes sense because he was so sweet. He took care of me, but he wasn't shy about like kissing me and stuff. He's like, whatever. And I'm like, you're going to get sick. <laughs> whatever I have, you're going to get it. <laughs> this is the opposite of what the CDC demands. <laughs> um, no, he was very good. He took care of me. And honestly, I just needed. It was one of those things where I, I felt no other symptoms. Mm-hmm. Just exhaustion and the body aches. So I just took like my Tylenol, slept a bunch and within 24 hours, that was it. Good. I woke up completely normal the next day. Your immune system was like, chill, we got this. Um, it The last few years, it's been, it's been pretty strong. Good. Um, it's rarely that I get a cold or flu that it has to be like the flu for it to hit me for more than 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I bounce back quick, which is really nice. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. I'm glad you yeah, got that. No, it's, um, mm-hmm. it was, um, it was funny because I had so many plans for the weekend and really in the last few weekends, I have felt like I've had been doing things and not really getting that restful weekend. And then, you know, the weekend would go by, I would complain, I need another weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my body was really like, girl, you're taking this weekend fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really think it was just, you know, 
my body had had enough and it's important that you listen to your body absolutely and so yeah i'm even doing like this um macro diet so diet nothing is off off limits for me except for just you know i have a target goal of amount of protein carbs and fat and for the last those last few days of the week um into the week and i just kind of like i'm you know what i'm not even going to worry about that yeah you know i'm just going to like let myself completely just rest and start again on monday which is you know where we're at today so we need that we all need that from time to time and that's important yeah absolutely absolutely um i see that you're like kind of sunburned <laughs> here I learned a very Virgo lesson. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Well, we went to my brother-in-law's on Saturday. He -hmm. got called because his brother was like, I need some help shoveling gravel or something like that. And Mm -hmm. um, he was like, so I'm going to go over there. I was like, okay. And he's like, well, that means you have to go too because they're going to ask where you are. Then our nieces. So I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, we knew I was going to be outdoors most of the adults, I think Graham's the only one that's not, like, fully vaccinated, but, like, their parents mm-hmm. are. The girls are staying home. I don't think anyone's gone back to school yet. So it was just, a, it was, like, a nice, like, everyone felt comfortable hanging out, still wearing masks yeah. Um, yeah. and outside. But we were all hanging outside. You know, Jesse was gardening. The guys were, like, not really doing the work that they were supposed to do. And I was kind of not giving Graham a hard time, but I was, like... You know, he's bald, for anyone who doesn't know. And he was wearing, like, a trucker-style hat. And I was looking at the mm-hmm. mesh on the back. And I'm like, you should really wear sunscreen because you could sunburn and end up with, like, all kinds of weird dots on your head. And it would look weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it led to a long discussion about why you should really wear sunscreen outside. Mind you, I had some on my face. I'll always put it mm-hmm. on my face. But... Mm-hmm. I did not put it anywhere else. And he came home <laughs> totally fine. No sunburn anywhere. But I got sunburn. I got sunburn oh. pretty bad. I have it like. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like you took a trip down to the equator and sat out in the sand for five hours. Yep. Nope. I just spent a nice April day outside. I think it was a maximum of like three hours. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. So I learned to keep my mouth minimal. shut if I'm not going to follow <laughs> my own <laughs> advice. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> oh man, put aloe on that puppy. Oh, I have been. <laughs> yeah, good. Yikes. All throughout the day. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Not only take care of uh, yourselves, but take care of your skin. <laughs> yes. Which is part of yourselves. <laughs> Lessons learned. All right, let's kick things off. Okay. Um, should I go first? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So I have a couple stories um, and a question. But first, uh, first story is from Caitlin Galrap. I ho- I hope that I said that right. So hello, Caitlin. She goes by she her hers, and she says hello, ladies. I just want to start by saying I'm so glad I found your podcast, and I look forward to it each week. You both have inspired me to start my witchy journey, and I think I'm ready to call myself a witchling. Ever since the first listener's episode, I knew I wanted to write in, but it wasn't until now that I have found the courage to type some of it out. 
I don't know where to begin since I've experienced a variety of spirit encounters and other things I can't fully explain throughout my life, as well as the possibility of me being a generational witch that I know spans at least four generations. But I know this won't be the last time I send in a story. Oh, I love that. I'm loving it so far. (laughs) Here's a little background before I start. I am a sophomore in college in South Dakota. I am from a very small town in rural North Dakota, and I met my roommate, who is from Iowa, last year, in in which we quickly became best friends. That's cute. I love when that happens. Very cute. E- even though we are from two different states, we found out we have had such similar life experiences and odd similarities that our running joke is that one of us was has accidentally was accidentally slipped into the wrong dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I moved back in, onto campus this past fall, I started having these occurrences every so often where I would have strong deja vu, which I brushed off and didn't really think about. When this happened more frequently and got to the point where I could basically predict what my roommate was going to say before she said it, I got a little spooked. After about a month or so of being on campus, I noticed that at least twice a week I would have thoughts that weren't my own pop into my head. They would tell me meaningless things like I shouldn't eat at a certain place for lunch because my roommate wasn't going to want to eat at that place for dinner and whatever it was, they were 100% correct. After winter break, I didn't notice anything for about a month, but lately I've had another strange thing happen. I will be doing my homework and going about my day when random songs that I haven't heard in a very long time will pop into my head at random, or so I thought. Immediately after this happens, my roommate will either sing or hum to the song that I was just thinking of out loud. It's crazy because these songs are so random and the odds of us both thinking of the same song at the same time is slim. And it gets weirder because immediately after we talk about how creepy it was, we try to remember the song, but neither of us can recall it. Almost like waking up from a dream and immediately forgetting what, what, what it was about. My roommate at first thought it was cool, like it was some sort of superpower or something. But as time went on, we both are super spooked since it happens so frequently now, at least once a day when we are together. I still have no idea how this all happens. Maybe it's one of those clairs that I'm, but I'm not sure. If you have any ideas, I would love your input. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. And I can't wait to share more of my experiences with you ladies in the future. Ooh. That sounds very much to me like claircognizance and clairaudience. Yeah. And what's the one where it's like just the intuition? Does that fall in under cognizance? That's, um... Is that clairsentience? But I feel like that's like the touch, like the physical touch. Anyways. I don't think any of them are are actually a physical touch of the clairs. Um, where is our clair or reference? I'm pretty sure... Didn't I make like, it? Oh, yeah, you definitely made it. Oh, there it is. Because um, mm-hmm. uh, so claircognizance would be knowing things. So those yeah, thoughts. Which of, sounds like that's which sounds is what's one part that's happening where you mm-hmm. just like know that yeah. she's not going to want to eat at that salad bar. Right. <laughs> or, some, or whatever it is. Clairsentience is clear feeling like emotional feeling. Yeah, so I wonder with the, you know, honestly, this kind of stuff happens, I find time and time and again with people. I mean, sometimes the connection is genetics, but honestly, when you have an emotional, like kindred spirit connection with somebody that's very strong, 
this kind mm-hmm. of thing can happen. I have this experience all the time with my mom. Mm-hmm. And that can be argued like I literally came from her. So a part of her is in me and we're connected in that way. But also I'm, I'm very, very close to my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think um, if you guys have like so much synchronicities, it could be like maybe y'all were best friends in another life too. You could be part of the same... Um- what are those called like soul families soul Mm -hmm. soul family Mm -hmm. um so that could definitely be it and it sounds like if it's one way where she isn't picking up on things and you're the only one that is that it seems like you're the one that kind of has more of that gift of the clairs yeah and it could just be that you are very gifted and something about your closeness really brings it out Mm -hmm. you know that person whoever it happens to be in your life that you just feel the most comfortable around it could just mean that those things come through more clearly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I will I say, like, and not mm-hmm. saying that this is the case um, or that this is how, like, what it looks like, but even people that you can be super close to, you, you, like your soulmate, if that's something you mm-hmm. believe in, that's not always a romantic relationship. It can be a so friend. True. It can be a family member. It, 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 doesn't have to be a significant other so yeah that's also just something to think about i think yeah i think that's a really good point but it sounds like you have an amazing relationship with your roommate slash best friend um and if you know it sounds like you do definitely have a knack for you know kind of that intuitive excuse me gift and Mm -hmm. i would pursue trying to sharpen it yeah. In ways. Um, so go back to our The Six Clairs episode where we have tips on how to tune in on those different sensations if that's something you're interested in. Yeah. Um, I'm totally one of those people that I have some of those gifts and I'm so not interested in developing some of them just because I'm the boundary setting for me personally. Mm-hmm. So it's totally up to you. But thank you so much for writing that in and sharing with us. Yeah. And thank you for being a listener since it seems like the beginning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear what else you have to share. <clears throat> yeah, please send more stories. Okay, so then our next one is from Sierra, who I believe has written in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Several times. I think this is the same Sierra that's a Patreon member. Could be okay. wrong, could be wrong, but it may not be. I'll write that line. So Sierra writes, Hi, Maria and Laura. My name is Sierra, and I have both a story and a topic suggestion. So, ooh, fun. Just also for all of our listeners, we do, if you have topic suggestions, you can absolutely send them in. We do keep those in mind. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have a lot of topics that are like, oh, let's do this and let's do this, but then we'll add that into the mix. So, we always read them. Well, just like your last true crime one was a topic suggestion that came in from listening yeah that um, from months ago and then i forgot about it but i will try to be better (laughs) um so her story she writes one of my mom's aunts was pretty much accepted to be crazy by the rest of the family she was into the occult which in her very catholic family was not okay and did and said strange things my grandma hesitantly visit her, visited her anyway because it was her sister, and she valued mm-hmm. her sibling relationships, even if she thought they were doing something they shouldn't be. 
So one time when my mom was young, she and my grandma went to visit. Sometime after they arrived, my grandma walked in on her sister holding a homemade doll, repeatedly poking it in the face with a red pen and muttering my mom's name. Oh. Oh. My grandma left in a hurry and didn't say anything about it. A few days later, my mom's whole face broke out into horrible acne, which she'd never (gasps) had a problem with before and never had a problem with after. My grandma was seriously freaked but didn't tell my mom anything until years later when she was an adult and the aunt had died. My mom is 100% a skeptic and thinks magic, religion, the occult, etc. are not real or reasonable at all. But when she tells the story, she does have to admit that's a strange coincidence. Whoa. Isn't that always how it goes? People are non-believers, but then there's that one thing that happens to them that they're like, well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something hits too oh my close to home. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of that um, part in Practical Magic where the daughter's like, I hope you get chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid gets chicken pox. <laughs> well, see? <laughs> you Honestly, can't write it off. I think I think if like anyone feels really, really strongly, like emotionally strongly about something, it definitely puts it out in the universe mm-hmm. to be fulfilled. Not every time. <laughs> Especially if the other person sometimes like, it really sticks. <laughs> I think sometimes too it takes that other person just having like a moment of like, oh shit. Is that really gonna <laughs> happen to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that power of belief. Anyway, Sierra continues to write that um, she writes, I love the story for so many reasons, but particularly because my great grandmother was a curandera. Curandera. There you go. What is that? Um, Healer. A healer. Okay. A witchy, a witchy healer. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, And Mm -hmm. so she certainly had some witchy practices of her own, but apparently Mm -hmm. there was a line between what she did and what Sierra's aunt did. To be be fair, my great-grandma used her skills to treat sick neighbors and their very poor... Who had the audacity (laughs) to make noise during this recording? (laughs) No, Gavin is um, home today he had he had the day off um yeah and he likes to be loud he like gets into these frenzies productivity (laughs) where he gets so excited about what he's doing that he actually becomes like he sometimes he's literally throwing things around because of how ecstatically productive he's being (laughs) i actually know exactly what you mean (laughs) It never happens to me. It definitely, I've seen it happen to my mom because she's a similar kind of person where she'll just be like cleaning and she just like hits her elbow really fucking hard. She's like, ow. And I'm like, well, mom, stop, stop flailing your arms around like cleaning so quickly. <laughs> That's how I get when I'm like really, really focused on cleaning. <clears throat> but my cleaning is very much like an ADHD kind of cleaning mm-hmm. and where it's like, okay. I'm cleaning the bedroom, but like, I'm going to go throw this away, but I'm walking past this in the kitchen. So I'm going to take care of this real quick. And then, oh my God, that reminds me, there's this thing out in the dining room that I got to go do. Okay, wait, Laura, go back to the bedroom. And so it's like, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I will 100% get hurt while cleaning because I just, my body's going. <laughs> it's just going. It, I get it. 
It's very enthusiastic. Anyway, where was I in my story? Sierra's story. Curandera. But apparently there's a line between what she did and what my aunt did. To be fair, my great-grandma used her skills to treat sick neighbors in their very poor Mexican-American community. And the aunt used her skills to give children bad acne. (laughs) Yeah, those are... Those are two different different things. Two very different things. <laughs> and that's the end of her story. But she adds, I'm really glad I gave myself the story. I didn't know this was here. She wrote, I also want to say thanks to Laura. In a previous episode, you mentioned a breathing technique where you breathe in twice before breathing out. And wow, that has been a game changer. Thank you. You are Aww. so welcome. It is a game changer. It really hey. is. Awesome sauce. I like do it myself. So her topic suggestion, just because I'll share it, you can either cut this out or leave it in so everyone can be like, yes, we want that. Um, And she (laughs) even writes, this part doesn't need to be read in listener stories, but we're going to. Um, Pop culture witchcraft, which we kind of touched on. um, Well, that was more side, but that was. That was a. Patreon exclusive. But wasn't yes. that one the one that we did for everybody? Um, no, the one we did for everybody was our review of um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I thought that but was just our, a witchy episode. That was uh, our cauldron side chat was witches on the screen and our thoughts on them. But right, a day but yes, in our, our lives. first cauldron side chat was our very first. One that we shared, but I forget what that was. A day in our lives as witches. That was oh, okay. Oh no no no! Episode thirty six, Cauldron Side Chat, witches in TV and film. So, um, if we're doing pop culture, wouldn't that be the same? Wouldn't that be that? Do we already do that? Do we already check the box? Kind of, but let's. I mean, she, okay. So she, I'm gonna keep reading. I keep stopping. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me see if there's okay. A there's more. Here. All right, got it. Got it. Because I know that was a little bit more structured. We kind of followed a list versus like yes. a loose talk. Um, so yeah. she wrote, "I watched Tangled for the billionth time yesterday, and this time it sent me down a very magical train of thought." Rapunzel's magic healing hair song sounds like it could be a great song incantation to incorporate into a real life witchcraft practice, and it, that reminded me of pop culture witchcraft. I first heard about last year and have been really intrigued by it, but haven't been able to find much information about how people incorporate it. Oh, okay. So it, like as a type. Oh. oh, that's interesting. Oh, I gotcha, girl. Okay. Um, I've been yeah, learning so, like how to treat mm-hmm. texts as sacred and use them in my spiritual practice, specifically Harry Potter. But I'm really interested in learning about ways to incorporate other media that I hold sacred into my spirituality. It'd be super cool to hear from someone that uses pop culture in their craft. Ooh. I mean, that was me when I first started because that's all I had. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I did a lot of like Harry Potter witchcraft when I was a kid, too. Was unable to make any feathers float, unfortunately, but. (laughs) Right. But I do. That's I think that would be something worth um, looking into. I don't know, like how soon we would be able to do an episode on it, but I would like to do Mm -hmm. research on it. Yeah, for sure. We'll look into it, Sierra. We promise. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, the next story 
that I have is from Emily Cancel. And she has written in. She identifies as she, her, hers. And her story says, Hi, girls. Last time I gave you girls a story about my dreams that told my future. And while I have been having weird dreams again, I've decided to talk about a paranormal story this time. Yay. I always believed in the paranormal, but I was always the person that never had experiences. Well, everything changed when my grandfather from my mother's side died in December of 2017. At this time, I also met a coworker that I believe has abilities to see and speak to the spirits. Ever since I met her, I also started to be more open and started to see things that I could not understand. At first, it was just shadows moving in and in the corner of my eyes, and then it was mist that would move from one side of the room to another. It would only happen very little, but I thought it was quite odd anyways. Then my grandfather died. I will say I don't remember much about him as I only saw him probably about two to three times in my life as my mom and him did not have a great relationship. Before he died, she tried to talk to him to uh, tried to talk to him to at least forgive each other. And while she wanted to see him in Puerto Rico, my mom at, at the at the time could not afford a plane ticket. So she was never able to actually say goodbye to him. She took his death pretty bad, and I felt bad because I did not have a connection to him that I have not still today cried for his death. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But things started to get really weird. At work, I kept hearing a man talking behind me, and I would keep asking coworkers who was calling me. They would all say no one and look at me like I was weird. I did hear from my coworker that has abilities that she has seen a man in the building and a woman. She said that the building was always haunted, or at least of the 16 years she has worked there, she has seen and heard many things. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I thought, okay, maybe I am just hearing the spirit, but then things started to happen at home as well. One night in particular, I had to wake up at 6 in the morning for work, While I was sleeping, I woke up suddenly and saw that the time was 5.53 a.m. I turn off the alarm and decide to wake up and take a shower and get ready for work. Once I'm all done, I go to the kitchen and I see that the time in the stove is 5.53 a.m. I stop and think that can't be right. That's the time I woke up. I saw the time on my phone and it was 5.53 a.m. I was a bit shocked by this, but I was already at this time getting the number 2.22 p.m. every day for a year, not knowing why and which fun fact I was born at 2.22 p.m. Uh I thought at the time, I thought that, I thought at that time, okay, that might be another message. And I'm going to be completely honest, I have forgotten to search about that number still today. Then other things kept uh, happening to me at home. I would hear a man in my room and I shared a room with my brother at the time. And while he sometimes talks in his sleep, this voice was definitely not him. It was more deep than the one of my brother. Then on a morning, I heard the fire alarm closest to the bathroom right next to my room go off. It kept going off until I woke up in which I in which out of the whole family. If uh, it kept going off until I woke up. In which, out of the whole family, if there was an emergency, I would be the last person to wake up (laughs) because I am a heavy sleeper and everyone else is a light sleeper. 
So I thought it was weird that I was the only one that woke up because of this alarm. I decided to go to the bathroom, and as soon as I move under the alarm, start uh, under the alarm, it stops. This happened about two times, and I always ask family members if they have heard the alarm, in which they all answer no. Plus, the alarm would only go turn off if I am under it. Lastly, I started to smell like someone was smoking, and no one in the house smokes. It was so weird this one day that I just had to relax a little bit and decided to get a drink to go outside the backyard for a bit. Once I put the cup on the counter and went to the fridge to get grape juice, when I get back to the cup, the cup is moving. At this point, I have had enough of what was happening, and I told that whatever was in the kitchen with me to stop moving the cup, <laughs> and, it's, and it stopped. At this point, I told my mom what was happening to me, and as soon as she heard about the smoke, she told me that it was my grandfather because he was a heavy smoker. I felt shocked that my grandfather was, I guess, communicating with me, even though I did not even remember how he looked like. I told my mom to find a picture of him, and I, lighted a, I lit a candle for him, and after that, I have not received any more paranormal activity in the home. I am sure that now he is a guardian angel of mine, in which I think... That is why I have not cried for him because I feel like now he is at peace and guarding me, uh, which I don't think he and I don't I don't think he is fully gone. I hope you feel or, oh my gosh. I hope you like this paranormal story with a little bit of numerology. Uh, LOL. Maybe one day I will look at the meaning of 553. But for right now, I will share the story with y'all. I hope you girls like the story and sorry for it being too long. Thank you and keep up the good work. On all the amazing content your girls have, Emily and Cancel. That wasn't too long. No, that was cute. You're good. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, as far as the number five five three meaning, I don't have much of a guess. Um, when I look when I Google it right just now, angel number five five three indicates that major life changes are coming into your life. Um, it's an indicator that the angels and the ascended masters are in charge of your life changes. These changes are under the supervision of the divine realm. As such, everything will go as per the divine plan. So if you're going by angel numbers, right. that's what 553 means. Um, There's so many ways you can look at it. Yeah, but maybe it's a number that was personal to your grandfather. Mm-hmm. It could have been a personal number. It could be... Um... Like individual numbers, like five mm -hmm. and five and three. It could be a time that something happened or is going to happen. Um, it really, I think, so when I get like a random number like that, that keeps repeating, I kind of, I keep it in mind to see, like to try mm -hmm. and notice a pattern, to try and piece it together. Yeah. Um, as far as 222, which I found was interesting, that one represents faith and trust. And that um, your life is in a favorable, favorable state for finding balance. So it's basically like the number that kind of signifies have faith, mm -hmm. which kind of actually goes into hand with the 553 that, you know, your fate is kind of being strung by is being controlled by like, you know, the divine mm -hmm. that also kind of goes into just, you know, just have, have faith with how your life's going in that moment. 
But I think that's really sweet that you're, despite you not having a close relationship with your grandfather, that he still like visited you and was just kind of saying like, hey, and, you know, obviously cares for you. I think that's that's pretty special. Yeah, I, I and I have to say, I think people who pass, um, even if you're not close to them, that doesn't mean that they won't visit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't close to one of my grandfathers, um, but I know he visits all the time. I'll randomly smell his. It's a very specific, like um, varnish kind of smell. Mm-hmm. He was a painter. Um, oh yeah, like fine art painting, and I will just mm-hmm. randomly get whiffs of that, and then but it's like a mix of the varnish and just like the way his house smelled. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I did not know my great grandfather and I know that he's one of my guardian angels. I feel him and his wife, my great grandmother all the time. Um he's appeared to me in dreams several times. He's even like spoken from the back seat of my car to slow the fuck down and then 2 minutes later there was a cop, you know, waiting to pull somebody over. I was definitely being like a dumb speeding teenager. <laughs> um yeah, I just audibly heard him like slow down. Yeah. <laughs> in the backseat when I was like supposedly alone in my car um yeah I think you know family especially those who value family in their lifetime if that's like a really deep value of theirs they're going to be like connected to their descendants whether they had established a relationship in their Mm -hmm. human life or not you know well, and it's like Ariel said in the episode that she was where we interviewed her, that mm-hmm. you tend to the people in your family, you tend to be like a little pack of soul family members. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. that happens to be. And usually, you know, um, with one one passes, sometimes they might wait for the others before mm-hmm. moving on together or separately. Um but it's not uncommon for them to become, you know, guides of sorts to look out and protect you. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Very cute. Thank you so much, Very Emily. I, I like that story a lot. Yeah. I was almost going to, I thought that it would be, I, I thought that was going to bridge into, because I'm remembering now, um, she was the one that she had, like, the dream of people coming into the apartment. And yeah. there was that man and woman. And she didn't know who they were. And I'm almost wondering because she mentioned like, you know, the grandfather and that there was like also a woman haunting the building. I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, is that them? <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like, you know, what your grandfather looks like now. Like, if right. you got a picture from your mom. Um, so I guess it's not them. But I'm like, oh, my God. That's so cool. <laughs> Connection. Like, came full circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been. Uh, so then I guess that's our stories. But now we have questions. Um, yeah, is our Google Voice, is that a story or a question? I have it pulled up here. I, I kind of want to say it's a question. I could be oh, wrong. Oh, it's a question. Yeah. Should I play it? Should we do break 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 things up and uh, or do, you, do should we always end with our Google Voice mail? Doesn't matter to me. We can do it whichever okay. way. If you want to break it up, right, we can I'm break it gonna, up. I'm just going to fuck it, I'm going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Sabrina, uh, she, her, I guess. Um, So I guess the question is about dreams. 
Um, in the past year, I've had a lot of dreams that actually come true. And at first, everybody thought I was crazy. Um, but the most recent one was I had a dream um, that I was on a chariot. And I remember talking to somebody, joking about and assuming Allah. So I was joking with someone. And then I'm on the back of a chariot. The next thing I know, throwing what looked like um, scribes down into a shattered earth, basically. And somebody whispered a word to me, which is Z-I-Y-A-R-A-T-A. And I had to look it up, and it's um, a visitation or a a pilgrimage to a holy place. And I've never spoken Arabic. I don't know anybody that speaks Arabic to me. I've never heard it. Don't watch movies like that. I don't even know how the word came about. But that was the dream that I had um, one week. And then this past week, it was a dream of a hawk looking into my face. So I don't know how to perceive any of these. So if y'all have any suggestions or anything, um, but that'd be great. I love listening to y'all. Thank y'all so much. Nice. I'm going to say that was either one of your guides showing Mm -hmm. you what, like, their lifetime or it was a past life. As far as being in the chariot. Literally the exact same thing. Yeah, the chariot one. I was going to say that sounds like a past life memory or, you know, if it was like all symbolic, somebody trying to give you a message, like a spirit guide giving you a message. Mm -hmm. Something like that. It could even Um, be a past life that included one of your spirit guides. I've actually been reading more about that. Um, That sometimes your spirit guides are people that you experienced a life with, but they chose to remain as a guide where you chose to continue to come back essentially yeah they're like oh it's just too much paperwork human life was fine but (laughs) it's just they're gonna have to pull my credit i just don't want to go through all that um but you know i'll send you messages on the other side (laughs) (laughs) um no all jokes aside I i think that's really cool um honestly When it comes to dream work, you just have to, it's kind of like shadow work where you just have to get to know yourself and start maybe meditating. We're not going to be able to give you exact answers because dreams are so personal. And usually your gut instinct, like as soon as you wake up from dreams, kind of is what really the essence of the dream is. Like you're going to know, like, is that, was that something metaphorical or... But, you know, sometimes we'll have those dreams where you're like, what the fuck? That was just wild. I don't know what to make out of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's something that you explore more and sit and meditate on and ask your guides to elaborate. Um, so I would, you know, if you want messages cleared up like that from your dreams, I would maybe do something like that. Um, but I think that's crazy. The part where you were given this word that you've never heard in your life in a language that you've never spoken in and you don't understand at all. I think that's that's awesome that, you know, that's, I think, a pretty clear signifier that that was for sure, you know, a guide, you know, speaking to you or giving you a message. Yeah. it To me, that is a pretty big indication that it, it wasn't just a dream. Exactly. And, yeah. and at least in my opinion, it, I don't think that that was simply your <clears throat> subconscious coming up with something. 
Mm-mm. I mean, to some degree, I think sometimes that, that that is our dream is we're being given a message and our subconscious tries to put it together in some sort of way that makes sense to us. But um, that's just a lot of symbology and a lot of sounds like stuff that you don't have a connection to, like a everyday type of connection to, you know, like, why would you be dreaming about that? Um, so I would take some of what appeared and try to do some research on it too and see if you can find connections um, just to better help yourself rule out like what it was and what it wasn't or what kind of a message it was or if it was a message or if it was simply that's an experience that you had in a past life. I just had a really wild thought and it's kind of random, Hmm. but I just went on my mind went on a tangent of the whole, like, you know, your guide choosing to not, you know, do the human life with you again, where I'm like, (laughs) we all assume that when we pass on, maybe we'll have more of an understanding of what's like, obviously on the other side or, you know, but what if this is the afterlife (laughs) or what if they're both afterlifes? And we're just like toggling back and forth in these different modes of existence. Wouldn't that be so wild? Well, that's like the theory that time doesn't <laughs> exist, that we are both dead yeah. and living at the same time. We are living all the lives we will ever live. And we've, we're deceased all at the same time. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> before that gets too deep and I have a panic attack. Um <laughs> My mind just like went into that like whole tangent like, oh, my God, because like one of the things for me is, I don't know, when I think of death, I'm like, you know, I'm going to just like get those answers that I've always been wondering. But what if this is the like the the dimension where we know more? <laughs> well, that's that's one know. of the theories of dimensions. Is right? that it's the, like- the universe is expanding and everyone wants to know what are we expanding in? Well, we're expanding in the last universe. Because the universe, we have the Big Bang, it expands mm-hmm. and it eventually implodes. It comes back in on itself, but then it yeah. creates another Big Bang. But since time doesn't exist, that's all happening all at the same time. So you have these layers of existence that just keep happening and happening and happening. But it's the same things over and over and over again. So you've got these dimensions that are interwoven mm-hmm. with the things that are not the reality that we know. Be right back. I'm going to go watch <laughs> Interstellar really quick. Um, <laughs> honestly, Interstellar was such a mind fuck, but I also followed it. I'm like, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to like derail. <laughs> and uh, what was their name? Um, Sabrina. Sabrina. I did not mean to derail your question but no I think it's good though because I I think it does open up a wider thought process Mm -hmm. I can honestly say though um, I I'm pretty sure I had like I kind of remember I don't know how to explain it but I have a memory and I think it's the memory of my like of when I like my 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 soul entered this realm, because I I just feel like 
kind of like that um, colloquial of like, I just I saw my whole life, life flash before my eyes <laughs> thing. And I have this memory of seeing all these snippets of a bunch of different things and they all happened at once. And then it was just like dark and then it just and then it wasn't. And then I was just myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that and I have- sounds like a lot of mediums will try to explain the soul process of coming into this world. So many people want to know, like, when does it happen? Right. Right. Like mm-hmm. how soon does it happen? And, um, it, you, you kind of, you see the life. They say at least that you see the life that you're going to live. You choose it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what you've signed up for. But then for some, I guess sometimes they say that you, you pop in and out through like the pregnancy essentially that you're not totally there, but you're kind of, you come in and get a little feel of things and you come back out. <laughs> um, but that it's not until like the last trimester that you're there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and like people have said like babies are like dreaming too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are, what are they even dream about in there? It, yeah. Maybe they're doing that, like checking in and like, all right, what am I, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> and cause sometimes they cry too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> can you imagine they're like watching the whole life that they're about to live and they get to like a really sad part and they're just like oh my god they're really sad yeah Um, but yeah oh gosh wow Um, dimensions life death wild stuff Whew, okay I will say thank you so much yeah uh huh <laughs> still continue off of her story um question i have two different experiences that kind of go along with that which was one probably mentioned it before i dreamt that i was like a middle eastern man and i was running away from people it was like nighttime and there were these buildings that had like big rocks on them and it didn't feel like a dream i was terrified and i i knew i I couldn't be caught and then like that was it and then Mm -hmm. like i don't know a couple weeks later a week later something like that I was I went to a private Lutheran school at the time and the pastor had just come back from uh, I believe it was Israel. And he was showing us like slides because that's when this was and mm-hmm. he gets to one and it was Cause that's when this was. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to this image that I'm like, oh, my God, like the buildings with the rocks on them. And he was just kind of like talking about his trip, like while going through the photos. And I was like, well, what is that place? And he said, oh, this is like a cemetery. Um, so like it's they're kind of like mausoleums, but they're just like buildings. And um, he brought up that like, I guess in the Jewish religion, people will leave rocks on headstones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. this was like a bigger, like a big rock. On like a building, mm-hmm. but same. I guess it was like a similar symbolism. Well, if you think to the 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 very end of Schindler's List, mm-hmm. and they show all the real people, yeah, and that's what they're doing. They're putting rocks on his yep. on his grave. But I'm talking like boulders, but boulder size. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Which I was just like, like I super mourn for you, dude. <laughs> like, because I think they like housed a lot of yeah. people within them. But I just was like, mm-hmm. it was a mind fuck to see. Like, I've never seen this before. Why would I dream about this? Oh. Um, and then yeah. the other was I, I was 
on a chariot type thing at the beginning of my dream. We just talked about this in the last, this is the last episode. I think so. With my mm-hmm. Athena dream where Tartarus, yeah. that's where I was being shown. And there was Kronos, there was somebody else, but it was like these Titans. And then later in my dream, the Titans were released, but it, it was this weird, like the first part made it seem more like past life ish. Mm-hmm. And that I had like a really long time ago. But then this one felt more like I was being shown yeah. something with like a message or symbolism. So, yeah, I guess that's I connect with you a little bit, Sabrina. In that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I've had any sort of like past life experiences. I haven't had anything like that, like having a memory of a past life um the closest thing i can get is to like i don't know how else to call it my creation memory Mm -hmm. my soul creation memory (laughs) i guess um yeah no i sorry i can just like see it in my head um anyways but yeah i i don't know i i kind of i feel a little scared to like delve into for me personally Mm -hmm. to like do any sort of past life regression stuff because i'm like do i want to know well maybe that's why you haven't experienced anything like that yet yeah, I'm pretty good at like when I don't want messages from something, I make it pretty clear and close that off. Yeah. And then, you know, those things don't come through. Um, I feel like that can be that mm-hmm. for anybody, really. Yeah. Sometimes it's called denial. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> all right. So thank you, Sabrina. Um, that was, I think, one of the most interesting ones we've gotten in a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So the next question that I have is from Christy W., um, and they go by, well, she goes by she, her, hers. Uh, it's this quick one. Uh, she says, hello. I just wanted to say thank you all so much for making this podcast. I'm very new to witchcraft. So new. I don't know whether to call myself a witch or not yet. LOL. Anyhow, I've been a Christian most of most all of my life. And I'm now questioning my faith, not my faith in God or even Jesus's validity, more so whether Jesus is the way for me personally anymore. Needless to say, thank you for being so open about your experiences as witches thus far. It makes me feel a little less alone in this whole endeavor of finding myself and witchcraft. Take care. Christy. Thank you, Christy, for writing in. Um, this sounds like a... N- some Somewhere between a, a question and a story, not so much a story, yeah. but kind of just like some where you're at. And honestly, I like I feel you. Um, I kind of for the longest time I've identified as, you know, Catholic and haven't really been fully a practicing Catholic in a a long time um, in a few years. And have honestly, I think because of this podcast, been open to new ways of understanding the divine, whether that's God or a group of deities or ascended masters, what have you, everyone has their own belief. And I think, you know, it's great that you're questioning that. I don't think there's Mm -hmm. anything ever wrong with questioning it. It doesn't sound like, I'm not sure if that's what you're feeling, but I, I know that for me, having been Catholic all of my life and then suddenly having these questions, feeling like I was betraying something that has been part of my identity for so long it can be a really scary thing um to let go of and 
um, just keep doing your research. Um, and, you know, just because you don't longer, you know, identify with whatever sector of Christianity you're in, um, like me, like that's why I call myself like a Christian witch and not a Catholic witch because I'm not really Catholic right now. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to mass and stuff like I'm not against going to mass myself but I don't know I don't know what it is I'm trying to say mostly <laughs> just I really relate to your message um and if you know if you're feeling things in any similar way that I did when I was going through this whole process of discovering my path in witchcraft while reconciling my history as you know a Christian person it can be difficult and it can feel like you're betraying something. Like you have to choose. And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to choose. And you'll still have that maybe guilty feeling creep up. Um, but Or maybe you won't. But um, I'm really excited for you because this is a really cool time in your path. Like I, I wish I could go back to the very, very, very beginning of my path and, you know... I don't know. It's just a really exciting time because everything is so new to you. And it, as as exciting as it can be, too, to go more along your path and know yourself a little more and feel more grounded. I don't know. Like, I'm a person who I love being a student. I love learning new things. And especially like, you know, like when you have that song that you hear for the first time, you're like, oh, my God, and you hear it over and over again. But you can never get that feeling from when you first heard it for the very first time back. Mm -hmm. That's how I think of like the beginning of my witchy path. And so basically embrace this time. Um, if you have any more questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, and especially like if it's has anything to do with, you know, reconciling your Christianity with your witchcraft, you know, holler at me. I, I definitely relate. Yeah, whereas I'm a little different because I, I decided yes. that wasn't for me. I never really decided it was. I was just was raised that way and um, made the choice to look into other things. I at least wanted to know if I'm going to choose the dude, I want to know what I'm ch not choosing because mm -hmm. I just I didn't know. And I do think that especially in the very beginning it is important to see what else is out there. Make sure yeah. you have all the information you need and you you're not even going to know what that information is. So mm -hmm. I would say for sure everything Maria said, but also just don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. If you go in one direction and end up turning right back around, that's totally fine. That's totally valid. Mm -hmm. Um there shouldn't be any guilt associated with any part of this at all. Yeah. So just do what you have to do. You're learning. And this isn't something mm -hmm. that you can go to school for to learn because it's very personal. Yeah. It is kind of cool because it's like completely up to you mm -hmm. how your path goes. Yep. You have complete control over this. And I think that's a great way to distinguish like when someone's giving you some sort of bullshit is when they're trying to control how you're experiencing your path. Yeah. Like you have all the control 
it's all up to you. Um, we could only ever like, you know, give you advice and, you know, give you some of our own wisdom, but it's you who decides what to do with it Mm -hmm. and, you know, what way to go. So, but yeah, thank you so much for writing in and also your kind words about the podcast. I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. Same. All right. Then I've got two questions. All right. Both of them say their last name is Anon. I feel like they're related. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I I keep trying to figure out on our website how to take off. Like, I don't want people to feel like they have to give us their last name. Yeah. But I can't figure out for the life of me how to take out the last name part. Like, I can't in the template. It doesn't give me an option to just say name. It's like automatically first and last. I don't know why. So I don't think anyways. I have access to our website. I'll have given you the login, but um, I can definitely walk you through it so that you obviously okay. you have every right to just go in and fiddle around if you want. Change it all. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the color scheme, okay? I thought of the color palette very, very hard. And <laughs> if you touch that or the I'm logo, I'm just thinking <laughs> some flames and skulls, some like screeching <laughs> bat noises. I don't know. Just oh my god! Thought. Like in MySpace, where you like open it, and there's like a soundtrack playing with it. You're very quick. Like shit. Wait. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm on so and so's page. <laughs> no, just kidding. <clears throat> So this, this question comes from Anika, and she writes, I really want to be a witch, but I don't really have anything connecting me to it. No spiritual visits, sleep paralysis, no family member witches, etc. Plus, I'm only 13. I'm not sure if I should do it anymore. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I'm new to your podcast, but I love it so much. You guys are amazing. I love how there are spooky stories, hauntings, murders, and still witchy stuff. I listen to your podcast every day. Thank you, Anika. Oh, we love having you listen. Is it Anika or Anika? Could be Anika. I feel like it's Anika, but it could be Anika. I feel like Anika okay. might be spelled different, but anyway, <clears throat> their email is. You can cut this out because I don't think they want people to know their email. But it's Oinks and Beans. Oh, that is the most thirteen-year-old Gmail or email, whatever. And I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like I just keep staring at it, and I just wanted to. What was say what it. was your what was your like uh, mine email at thirteen? <laughs> um, I changed it so many times. I wasn't someone who ever just had one. Um, I was given a nickname behind my back that I ended up embracing. Oh. Not embracing, like. I I didn't like it, but I still did it. So when I was a cheerleader, uh, we all had like nicknames and they were like, you're Mm -hmm. tall and blonde like Barbie. But then behind my back, everyone called me boobless Barbie. So I, mine was boobless Barbie five at AOL.com. I just went with it. I mean, like props to you for like saying, fuck you. It's going to be my email now, but bitch they were i i've never had a good experience at a christian school (laughs) oh my god 
Which Ever. Is also, you know, Gavin is the same way. He, he was sent to St. Vincent's and mm-hmm. it, it was like the darkest years of his life. Yeah. Like he was so sad. I think- and I'm like, I feel so bad because I feel like I'm one of those rare individuals that I fucking loved going to St. Rose. Yeah. Like St. Rose was awesome. But I also know it just depends on just the school culture too. And the people. I think if you're some people just aren't. Yeah. It's not for it's not for them. And that it was not yeah. for me. Um, yeah, I have a friend who she looks back and she's like, I loved, you know, grade school and middle school. I would do it again. And I'd be like, you couldn't pay me to relive that time. I mean, maybe with the way my brain is now, but I'd probably get sent home every single day. So I'd be like, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. I'll kill you all. I won't, but I'm going to tell you I will. Because I'll be in a little kid body. Anyway, <clears throat> back to this question. Anika. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, first off, you're 13. You don't yeah. have to. You can do whatever you want at this time. You're young. You have plenty of time to figure out what you want mm-hmm. from whatever it is. So much time. This is this is like so much. I think a really common age that people are starting to want to expand their horizons. And you know what? You want to be a witch. You don't have to have a connection. That's your connection. Yeah. You want it. There's obviously there's something there. You don't have to be having those experiences to be a witch. And if anyone tells you that, they are very very wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times some of this stuff you may not experience ever. You may not experience it till later. Or it could be the kind of thing that you're like, I don't experience any of these things. And you get a little bit older and you realize I've been experiencing other things that I didn't realize were a thing. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to tell, especially at 13. I think when I was 13, I was having experiences, but I wasn't like, oh man, I'm having like, all these witchy experiences like <laughs> i'm such I'm a witch now. like i didn't at all my yeah. brain wasn't there it wasn't till you know no. I, you have to be past it to kind of see it like i i honestly i'm kind of excited for you you know if this is something yeah. you continue with you're at a fantastic age for it mhm absolutely um yeah, don't feel too much pressure to Mm-mm. again like listen back to our last witchy yeah <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know don't put so much pressure on yourself to have all the answers, and you don't need any connection or some sort no. of like the sky isn't going to crack open and give you like a a sign that you're supposed to be a witch like mm-hmm. that's not required. Um, I, I find it so annoying when I come across those posts on social media, like ways that you know that you're a witch. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. You feel you feel the energy of like the trees or um, you've always collected rocks, this and that. And I'm like, you know what? You know how you know? You decide you want to be a witch. That's how you know you're a witch. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, a lot of times when people, you know, I get bothered on social media when I hear people talk about like. I got all these signs and it just, it made me feel such and such way. No, most of the time when you get a sign, it's a very mundane feeling. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not. And I actually just watched another video of a 
um, a psychic medium talking about that, that very thing that no, a lot of the times when you're, you know, one of your clear abilities is kicking in or something like that, you're not getting, it's not a movie type experience. It's not something that you would see in a movie. It's very mundane. It's a random, you know, voice in your head or like, oh, I keep seeing this thing over and over again. I wonder if it means something. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to have any sort of special feeling connected to it. And I think a lot of people hype that up like it should. Yeah. But that's and that also nine comes out of Hollywood. ten times. Yeah. That's not going to be the – you might. You might have like a very spiritual experience, but that's that's the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So keep sending us questions. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of them. Seriously, you really I still all the time. Even I still have questions, obviously, sometimes. So mm-hmm. but like don't hesitate to reach out. Especially I think as such a young person, I think it can be intimidating to come into a community where there's a lot of like older people and to feel like because of age they're they have authority but they could be gatekeepers and they could also just be oh, yeah. spewing some bullshit you know and you know we can be your your witchy mamas absolutely i get i've gotten so nervous lately like watching some of the people out there like especially like if you can help it stay off tiktok at least the witchy mm-hmm. content like every now and then there's someone really cool and, like, there are people I've come across, and I'm like, oh, let's interview them. But mm-hmm. most of the time, what I come across it just makes me feel bad. Like, Honestly, not about myself, for the laughs, but, I'm oof. not about TikTok. I don't. No. You know, I'm not on TikTok to learn how to be a better witch. I'm on TikTok. TikTok. I'm on a TikTok. I'm on the TikTok. I'm on the TikTok to get a nice minty breath fresh. No, I'm on TikTok to, like, see funny shit yeah and that's about as good as or cool dances and that's about as good as tiktok can be for that kind of stuff yeah i i'm seeing a lot of like 20 year old people selling classes to new witches mm-hmm. and don't do even it. if you've been doing you've been a witch your whole life at 20 years old i'm sorry like not to be i don't know is that if that's ageist but like no i'm not into it well, what was the motto that um, uh, we mentioned oh, last Oh, the herbalist. Time, the... April. Yeah. Yeah, no knowledge held hostage for profit. Yeah. And that's, I think, the best motto for a lot of this kind of stuff. Unless it's like um, something that you can go to college and get a degree in to some degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you're not going to have necessarily full. Eh, no, the knowledge is out there. It's the structure that you're not going to have. Um, but this kind of stuff, the knowledge. No one should be gatekeeping it or selling it to you as if like, if you want to be a witch, this is what you need to do. And. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are still I mean, learning their witchcraft. Do sell courses like. Like people who like if you want to, you know, help fine tune like your your intuition with tarot mm-hmm. and they're like a very seasoned tarot reader. And it's usually like those kinds of nuances mm-hmm. where you see a person you're like, I love how this person reads tarot. I would love to get their insights. And I think that is totally within that person's right to try yeah. to monetize from that. But when it's like 
something basic like pay $50 and by the end you can consider yourself a witch. Yeah. I'm very Stuff weary like of anything that offers a certification if that's something mm. that's completely unregulated. If there's nothing to regulate, like how a certificate is developed and what it means once you have it, I don't buy it. Unless yeah. there's someone who's just like, hey, I happen to know this stuff and I've got I've got a Patreon. And every month I put out like new lessons and mm -hmm. it's all there. Yeah. And you have a full like that totally into that. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't I don't like a lot of the I know best kind of just stay off yes. TikTok. That's <laughs> yeah. Yep. Stay off yep, witch yep. talk. I'll say that. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah. All right. Mm. Do you have one more? Mm hmm. Yeah. So this next one is from Jay. And they write, Hi. I'm not sure. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have covered tarot cards yet, but I didn't see an episode on them. May have missed it, and I'm sorry if I did, but I have a question. So I know all tarot cards have like a meaning kind of assigned to them, but do they always have to mean that exact textbook definition? Can they mean different things in correlation with other things? Just curious. And if you guys have put out an episode on this, please let me know. Thank you in advance. I have actually been drafting an introductory mm -hmm. episode yeah. to tarot. We do have one way, way early on from uh, in the podcast from um, the era when I was co-host with Melanie. Mm -hmm. and But it was mostly... Um, explaining the difference between just like talking about cardomancy in general. I think yeah. it was our divination episode and we touched on different kinds of divination, but then expanded on tarot versus Oracle cards. Mm -hmm. um, because I, that was a, a question we were getting a lot of from our followers at that time was what is the difference between tarot and Oracle cards? Mm -hmm. And so we really just broke down like kind of the history of tarot, you know, but we didn't go through like each of the, like we didn't go through really in depth on tarot. Right. So, and even the history yes on tarot no. is <laughs> is really deep. I've been learning mm -hmm. more and more even like I probably would have answered this a little bit differently if I hadn't been doing more research on it currently in terms mm -hmm. of the meanings associated with them. Um a lot of the meanings that you look up are associated with the Rider Waite Smith tarot yes um mm -hmm. but that is actually kind of a questionable um thing <laughs> i've been learning more about some of the appropriation and some um of the anti-semitism that was pulled mm -hmm. into the creation of these so i feel like I mean, maybe my answer isn't totally different, but I definitely have always felt like, yes, there's the textbook definition that can be very loose. I mean, it doesn't have to be a paragraph meaning. There are certain like kind of key phrases associated with each one. But at the same time, a lot of that comes from the symbolism itself of those cards. So the way I like to look at it is you're working with cardomancy you're you're the you are the intuitive the cards are not the yeah. cards are a tool yeah and if you are ahead of time if you don't know tarot and you're trying to read cards 
I mean, I, I wouldn't go out and start selling readings to people, but if you're doing readings with yourself and you're just going off of what the pictures look like to you and you're using your intuition to let it guide you to a meaning, that's still valid. Yes. It's about the reader, not about yeah. the cards. Exactly. And so I think it's always fair to like learn the traditional I'll say like quote unquote traditional meanings because there are some decks that are a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it, it very heavily intuitive, especially because there could be a card that, ha- and I know I've said this before, there's cards that have, you know, meanings that usually aren't great things. But for you, you could be like, well, shit, this is like my favorite number. The it's, it's, you know, pentacles and I'm an earth sign. I'm like all earth. Like it could just have so many good meanings for you. But anyone else yeah. reading it could be like, oof, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I remember, gosh, I forget what uh, social media person this was, but I saw um, in their stories, I can't recall who it was because they follow so many different witchy mm-hmm people on Instagram they addressed how uh, they were being called out by followers and by people that were like so she basically did a reading on this Mm -hmm. blog like on a different somebody else's channel like she was a guest or something on somebody else's thing Uh and she started off doing a general reading for the viewers of that vlog and she used Magic the Gathering game cards oh cool as her deck yeah and if you know what magic the gathering is great but if you don't it's it's like it's a card game right it's like like, um, D, but not D. &D. exactly but it's it's not it wasn't uh (laughs) created with the intention of being used for cardamancy pretty much right it's like as uh, the same as if she had picked up like a traditional like deck of cards to like play poker with and then she decided to like some and people can do that because there are equivalents um oh my god yeah my deck with tarot but people were like um, why are you using you using that you know how the like questioning the validity of her reading because she wasn't using a deck oh pretty yeah yeah but see they're like a deck of cards. I just had to. Yep. Sorry. No, it, that's okay. Um, but yeah, so people <laughs> are questioning the validity of her reading because she wasn't using a deck that was created for the purpose of cardamancy. And her answer right. was, I wish I could recount it as eloquently as she wrote it, but pretty much it was like, it's not about the the deck. It's about the reader and what I decide those cards mean to me. Yeah. You know, and your guys and exactly, will know exactly how it. to mm-hmm, your guys will know how to communicate with you if that's how you decide to go about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's yeah. not about And I will always the, say the, like mm-hmm. whatever I choose like when I'm doing a reading, if I'm going to like switch something up or if I'm like going to do one I'm like, "You know what? No reversals today." Like I just I'm I'm not I can't handle that today. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I will kind of like declare that before I shuffle the cards. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can't like do that after you do want to like make, you're like, about to turn one over. Before. <laughs> yeah, and that's like just oh, kidding. That's you know what, guys? I'm not doing reversals <laughs> today, so you know what? We're just gonna take the tower card just totally off the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deciding this is yeah. not going to be even part of the deck. No, you, it doesn't really work like that. You definitely, but whatever intentions no. you do set, you do have to make those clear. Um, and yeah, so mm-hmm. it's it's more about you. And of course, you can read it. Because the thing is too, like within spreads, if it's a general reading, you know, you kind of just have to feel it out. But I think particularly when you know kind of what the question is and what sector of your life it's about. Is it about relationships? Is it about work? Is it about, um, you know, uh, finance? Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You see how the different cards play off of each other and yeah. intuitively kind of feel what each card is saying. Because each card has multiple mm-hmm. meanings, really. Like it can go in different directions. It and really each does. Every card has positive and negative. Like I wouldn't say that there's any negative cards, like any bad cards. They have both mm-hmm. like the kind of good and bad in it. They're pretty like neutral, yeah. with for lack of a better word. Like they have, they all have duality in them. I'll say that. They all have mm-hmm. a duality in like what kind of message you can get, um, and. I know personally for me, I definitely think of I I I, I bring into mind not only my gut reaction. Um, I I mm-hmm. always pay attention to that for sure, but also I think of if I have a card where I'm like, oh, like what's this trying to tell me? I think of the context of what my question was, and I look at how it's playing with mm-hmm. the other cards, and think of what the image is telling me putting aside any sort of traditional you know textbook meaning of that card Mm -hmm. yeah and that too i think um it's i don't know i just i get really upset when people highly question anyone if it's not like you said this card means this and when i you know look in the Mm-hmm. official book it's set like i just I, I really don't like that um especially because some cards will kind of use that those meanings but will create their own artwork and kind mm-hmm. of put their own spin on things as well yeah. and um especially when you're getting like those independent like beautiful mm-hmm. you know uh tarot deck designs that are straying away from the traditional Writer Waite Smith illustration. Oh my god! Even especially the pop culture ones. Like I just was showing you my Jane Austen deck. That's has completely mm-hmm. like it kind of goes with the traditional meanings, but at the same time, like hello, if I pull Mister Darcy, like he has a lot of meaning to me. <laughs> that may not be what he's <laughs> supposed to go with, or like you know yeah. what I mean. Like I personally, it's I like love an added layer. I love the pop culture tarot cards because I feel like. You, as a person, if that's something you're into, you're going to be way more connected to it yeah. rather than something that's like, okay, like this is a little intimidating. Like I have zero connection, but this is what I'm told I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I, it's a loose thing, but it's also a thing. <laughs> 
put that on a poster. <laughs> you know, someone said they wanted merch. We could just make t-shirts. Yeah, Stickers. we need to start like a red bubble or something. <laughs> All our quotes. We're def- yeah. Um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. What was her name? Jay? Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay, I hope that answers your question. I hope so too. And I, I do think because we've talked about this too about doing more episodes specifically on tarot Mm -hmm. and kind of going over the meanings right we talked about that a long time ago um yeah kind of slowly it would be interesting we would have to do like a um it would have to be like a tarot series another series (laughs) Uh, because it's we can we could not give I think tarot justice, mm-hmm. like trying to cover every single one of the cards in an episode, it would be like a oh, no. five hour episode. There's no way. Um, we would probably just like break it up into like, let's go over major arcana. And then another episode, we go over like the suit of cups and suit of this. And but, but, you know, it's yeah. But the way that I, cause I was trying to break it down to be able to do that. Um, you kind of need like a big, a good long backstory on tarot as well as different mm-hmm. types of, um, tarot-esque kind of cards um just because i you really have to know the history i mean all the history of tarot but additionally you've got like you know it's not just the major arcana but it's the fool's journey right and then it's knowing the the you know cups versus swords but the elements go right Mm -hmm. along hand with that and then there's numerology That's like a yep. whole nother thing that you can learn. There's so many layers. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like it would be a series that also is kind of branched into some things a little outside tarot as well. Because mm-hmm. that's just how it is. Is that Domino? Yeah. Hey, Domino. Hey, Domino. She's been like <laughs> glued to me all day. And then this last... Almost two hours. She finally wasn't. (laughs) Cutie. Yeah. All right. Well, those are all of our stories and questions, right? That's it. We've we've made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening on. Thank you to the listeners that sent their stories and questions in. We are really appreciative of each and every one of you. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you'd... um, like to submit your story slash question um, for a future listeners stories episode. So again, we do this every 13th of the month and you can go to our website, thenewwitches.com and we have our contact page there. So you can fill out the submission form there. You can email it in directly to thenewwitches at gmail.com. Um, and lastly, you could call us so just like sabrina left her voicemail you could leave us a voicemail too we have a google voice number it goes straight to voicemail you don't have to deal with any sort of phone anxiety with like a person (laughs) on the other end it does cut you off at three minutes just so you know um but that number if you'd like to call in is 707-559-8111 again 707-559-8111 so those are the various ways that you can get your story and or question in we love hearing from you all um any closing words from you laura um i don't think so i've just i've been loving the addition of the questions yeah so I, much. it's really 
it's it's made it into a much more colorful episode, I think. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, I, I loved hearing people's stories, of course, mm-hmm. but I, I think we both noticed that, like, people just have so many questions. Yeah. And it helps us to address those questions. So they're often repeated questions Mm -hmm. that we can't always get to on our social media platforms like people dm us or something and we unfortunately can't answer every single one of them as hard as we try um or even say it as like in in an elaborate way like we can just on air versus typing it um so but questions also let us know what's on your mind which also helps us develop episodes for down the line yep yep for sure absolutely um, and thank you also for the topic suggestion. I think that was from Sierra, right? Sent the, sent I the already topic forgot. Yes. I think it was Sierra. Yes. Don't I apologize. But we also really appreciate those. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just had like an internal burp. <laughs> you ever have those where it's like a burp, but instead of going out, it's like in. I no? Yeah. My entire digestive system. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll be like. At what point does it become not an internal burp and it becomes an internal toot? You know? And like, is it a hiccup? But it's not a hiccup. But I'm yeah. breathing in. And also, I have to swallow really hard. And also, I have to burp actually outwardly after this. Yeah. It's a lot of different things. We're yeah. human. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, y'all. I am Maria. I'm Laura. And you've been listening to The New Witches. Follow us on the social media channels we're at the new witches instagram twitter tiktok facebook um if you'd like to support the show uh you can do so on patreon.com slash the new witches there's different tiers for membership there we give you exclusive membership benefits um monthly bonus episode content um that is exclusive to our patrons as well as being added to our close friends list on our instagram stories Uh, so definitely check that out and you get private readings with laura as well on most tiers so really check that out because those i've heard people have been loving your readings oh thank you yeah i i keep saying like i try to not open the messages on the <laughs> inbox in patreon because i know that you manage that um <laughs> for the readings but i it shows like the preview right of the message and all of them just you know so thank you laura for doing such a great job of thank managing you patreon patreon because i know that that's i need i could do better i could do way better (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah it's well you know i don't um hi and goodbye i don't know (laughs) hang up (laughs) Uh, oh god that's getting weird anyways stay witchy keep it crazy bye bye